Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? I am finally just now getting my sight back. I uh, had an eye exam a couple hours ago, and they dilated my pupils, and fuck, all I could see for the last two hours has been a blur. Like, I, I could put a movie really? on. And, so, well, you, you've had your eye exam before. It's just I could put a movie on in the background, but as far as computer screens or reading a book or doing anything. Since I was a kid. Just all about uh... Oh, you just, could could well, you hear better? Could you hear better? Was your well, sense of smell stronger? Well, you actually, see? when they shine the bright light in my eyes, uh, it connected to my, I started snotting. I'll tell you that I teared up and started snotting for no reason. I'm like, really? I, I got a bright light in my eye. And I've got mucus flowing. All right. Hey, stronger sense of smell. That's probably what that meant. Something, but if you haven't had your eyes checked since you were a kid, I'm just going to go ahead and say that you probably have glaucoma and you're going to be blind within. I'm going to guess three hours. This is your last day of sight. I'm calling oh, dude, it right I, now. Right now I'm calling it. That means I get medical weed. Well, yeah, that's well, in New York. Do they have medical weed? Yeah, they got medical weed. How long? Just go to your eye doctor, get rid of the glaucoma, just wait till weed is legal. Well, that'll be four years now that fuckhead is president. But uh, either way. So yeah. I, my whole thing is I can finally, I'm starting to see. I can actually see the words on a computer screen, so I am good. I am good. How are you? Good, good, man. Uh, little hungover. Uh, my, my girlfriend left for five days, uh, four in the morning, so I stayed up and drank with her until her uh, plane got here. Ah, where's she going? California to uh, see the family. Fair enough. Um, I want to start this by quick saying uh, good news uh, on this uh, part of society. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal came out and said he was kidding when he said the world was flat. Last week we were bitching about NBA stars and Shaquille O'Neal. The other two uh, still say the world is flat, but it's not Shaquille O'Neal. He's not in on that. So Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I listened to that podcast. I think he was serious. I think he, it was just something he said offhand, but he didn't really. like. It was one of those things he he believed, but he wasn't like a flat-earth truther. You know what I'm saying? It was just sort of like, yeah, I, I think it's flat. Fuck it. But then he, he more or less got shamed. Oh, so you think he backpedaled just because he wanted to get the attention off him? Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's one of those guys who's like, listen, the world is flat, and you need to go to this website, and it'll show you this conspiracy video. I think he's one of those guys who he was just like, I think it's this way. Fuck it. And, yeah. then, and then people were like, no, I really, this is... This is one of the dumbest things you've ever said, and you and you are Shaquille O'Neal. I, I don't say <laughs> you that said lightly. Some dumb things. <laughs> this, this is probably the, this is up in the top five, dude. You should uh, you should say you were fucking around or you were hungover or something, and uh, you know, well, tell gonna, people the world's round check. Do it. I'm gonna cross my fingers and hope that he was serious and that he was fucking around when he said, "Oh yeah, the world's flat. Why not?" I hope that was the fucking around because. Did you listen to the recording? No, I didn't. I just I read the articles. No, it was it was uh, he he said it, it, but it was it was very casual. Yes, it was one of those things where like if a if a kid asks you a question that you don't know, you're a grown up, but you'll 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 fucking give him an answer, even you know not necessarily like oh yeah I'm a, I'm a this questionologist, and here's here's my answer, but it's like yeah I, yeah it's this way, you know just that's, sort of that, a casual like uh, a brush off answer. Yeah, he gave him a brush-off answer. All right. Well, Jake, one thing I wanted to talk about today is, uh, are you familiar with the Penny Hoarder? The Penny Hoarder? 
Mm-hmm. Is he a bandit from 1800s in England? That sounds I, like a fucking old bandit name. I wish. That would be neat. Now, it's a website. It uh, tells you how to save money or make money on the side. And uh, I'd heard of it, but I never really paid much attention to it. My buddy, a friend of mine, sent me a link. Uh, 103 ways to make money from home. 103, I repeat, ways to make money at home. He said, check out number 22. So Is click- it Craigslist prostitute? That would make more money than number 22. I'm sure I didn't look at all 103. I just went to number 22 and I saw something on the way that we'll talk about. But number 22 on the list of 103 ways to make money at home be a comedian. As you've seen this post on being so a YouTube... make money at home. Like, well, here like we go. Don't you... go to, don't no, go no, to no. any shows. You're Shh. fucking tighten your bit up. Interrupting make me. Money at home. Interrupting me. Post your bits on YouTube. Some comedians have made over $1 million with their funny videos. That's the entire paragraph. As you've seen uh, this post on being a YouTube comedian, you can make thousands of dollars. Some comedians have made over $1 million with their funny videos. That's it. That's how you are a comedian. You sit home and make YouTube videos and let the bucks rake in. Jake, we've been doing it wrong. Not only are we comedians and we're not millionaires, but number seven on the list of how to make money at home create a podcast you can sell them or use them as an advertising platform john lee uh the john lee duma story made sixty thousand dollars per month from sponsorships jake we're doing something wrong we're both comedians and we have a podcast and we're not making sixty thousand dollars a month not only are we not making sixty thousand dollars a month it costs us 150 dollars a year not each, just 75 each, to uh, buy the hosting and all the other stuff we use. Jake, what are we doing wrong? We're, we're comedians and we're not rich. Yeah, they, they left a, a, a big chunk out. See, like to get really, like to make your stand-up good, you have to go try it in front of people. Um, I don't know. It doesn't say so here. It just says, uh, be a yeah, YouTube but, comedian. Put your stuff on YouTube. You'll be rich. Well, You'll that's be a what millionaire. They're... Leaving they're not doing it on YouTube. They're doing it on those dirty websites. They're doing <laughs> oh that naked. God. They're telling jokes while they're jacking up. Uh, Here's another one. Wait, wait, wait. Right down there. Make your cat a star. Also, YouTube cats get a lot of hits. Put make, f- Film your cat doing something. Put it on YouTube. Are you sure and- this wasn't made up by your friend as no, a way to troll him? No, this is the website. It's called like, The Penny Hoarder. Listener by is, is Steve Gilman. Steve Gilman Contributor. Work for a call center. Ooh, well, that's actually a real job. Create a podcast. Tweet for cash. Yes, just tweet. If you have a Twitter account and enough followers, you can get paid. This is just horseshit. Who fu- who is sitting at home reading this and saying, I'm going to be a comedian and post my little sillies to YouTube and be rich? Well, I, I it's definitely been done. That being said, if you're, if you're bored enough that you're reading this article, you know what I mean? Like, like anybody just kind of finds this article is probably not crushing it on YouTube anyway. So it's, it's not, it doesn't really apply to them. You know what I'm saying? Well, as my friend sent it to me and sadly I, I love him, but he does occasionally go through these spells where he, 
you know, he thinks like, well, how can I make more money? And, and he researches shit like this. So, and every time he does, I talk him down from him. I'm like, he's like, well, if I do this, I'm like, dude, it's just like anything else. Yes, you can do whatever it says on this list, but you have to do it all out. You can't just passively earn your money. You have to be engaged. In that. You have to start a business. You know, you have to literally... To make any money in it, you have to put a lot of time and effort into it. It's not a get-rich-quick scheme. It's a waste-your-time scheme. No, I hear you. Get-rich-quick schemes are dumb. That being said, tell your friend that I, I have a company that he should invest in. What it is is, uh, <laughs> you, you, you know, we, we have, like, catalogs where people just buy everyday things that they need, right? And so, you know, he would get his friends to buy that stuff through this catalog. Also, if he gets them to become sellers of the things on the catalog like if he gets them to sell he'll get like a commission cut of not just the stuff he sells but the stuff that they sell and if they get anybody to sell stuff through the catalog he gets a cut of those it's not a pyramid scheme it's more like an uh an inverted cone uh scheme you see what happens is uh they get more it branches out like a tree that's what's going on with my with my business I think that sounds like a good idea. Tell them about my, my, my inverted cone investment program. All the money's funneled to the bottom? No, inverted cone, you're right. So it still goes to the top. It's just not a pyramid. It's a it's it's well the 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 wide end would be at the top. So everybody gets rich, is that what you're saying? Uh, fuck it. We're doing sideways cone. What happens <laughs> is it branches from left to right. Uh, you being on the left and it branches out right, uh, sends the money back to you. Well, now we're back to flat earth. If, it's, if it goes left to right, it's flat, and we can get Shaq involved as a pitch person for it. He can be the official celebrity sponsor. Yeah, let him know the government was lying about the whole world being round thing. Just Fuck tell they, they, Dude, they shot Kennedy because he was going to spill the beans. Something like that. All right, uh, so I wanted to just tell you that we're doing things wrong and that we're not rich. There, another thing I wanted to talk about, have you, are you familiar at all with the United Airlines flack that's going on these days? No. Oh, God damn it. All right, so what happened was uh, someone set up a tweet storm, so maybe they could make money tweeting. Um, they, they witnessed two girls and a woman, a family, and I think it was two, a family with two girls, and the girls were wearing leggings like yoga pants or something, and the gate agent said, that's inappropriate attire. I need you to put on something more appropriate for the flight. And so this person on Twitter went nuts saying, how dare this gate agent say that the yoga pants are inappropriate, blah, blah, blah. And celebrities started going batshit saying, we're going to boycott United. How dare they pick on these little girls? And since that happened two days ago, no one has really come forward with the after-effect apology, which is United Airlines released a statement saying, hey, these passengers were flying for free as part of our, like, you know, they got free passes from a friend, and when you get free passes on United, you have to adhere to a dress code because we want to make the airplane look like, we know every Tom, Dick, and Harry is going to show up looking like a buttfuck, wearing overalls and just looking like an asshole, like an American. So to try and class it up, if you get free passes from an employee, you have to dress a little nicer. And nobody seems to be talking about that. Like, this family had free flights. They got the instructions yeah. that said, don't dress like normal American shitheads. Dress nice to make us look good. They ignored them, and now everybody's pissed because, oh, you're picking on this, these poor girls. It's like, no, the fucking family ignored what they were supposed to do. 
And and again, it's like anything in life. Everybody's pissed at United. The the truth comes out, and nobody apologizes or says, "Oh, well, they were getting a free flight. Maybe they should have dressed how they were supposed to dress." Uh, I I I definitely see what you're saying. However, um, how how old were the girls? Ten years old. All right. Yeah. It's not like they had to wear. dresses to the ball or dress like Cinderella. You know, it was just like, don't dress casual, dress nice, dress normal, like like a, you know, pants and a shirt or whatever, just not yoga pants. Don't dress like you're sitting Listen, around on your couch. I want to I want to lead what I'm saying by by just stating Uh-oh. I don't like This look, is usually I, what I do. I yeah, lead by saying yeah. something. <laughs> I don't enjoy uh uh I have no sexual pleasure from looking at uh, 10-year-old girls in yoga pants. That being said, I feel this might be a slippery slope to them telling women that are above 18 not to wear yoga plant pants on plane. And that's where I draw the line. I am I am a hardline yoga pantsist, all right? I'm a big fan of yoga pants, all right? If you tell if you tell kids they can't wear yoga pants, soon they're going to tell adult women they can't wear yoga pants. And that's I fuck that. I, well, I, I, I take a firm stance in favor of pro-yoga pants uh, policies on airlines and all forms of transportation. See, but you're ignoring the important part. Anybody that buys a ticket can wear whatever the fuck they want. So if they had purchased tickets, they could wear all the yoga pants they want. The men could wear yoga pants, the girls, the women. You're, you know, you put the yoga pants on your therapy dog. Yoga pants plane. isn't a privilege, it's a right, goddammit. Let women <laughs> wear yoga pants. I love to be some yoga pants. That aside, what do you think of the overall thing where people are reactionary and they get angry first and they don't pay attention to what really happened and then they just go away from it? Because that's what pisses me off. The fact that this is the yoga pants thing, whatever, I don't don't really care about that so much. What what bothers me is the whole, we're so angry at United. They picked on the, oh, the girls were getting a free ticket? Well, we're just going to ignore the facts of the case. Like... That's what we do as a society. We overreact every and just fucking shit everywhere. And then when the truth comes out, we just sort of back off. Now, uh, upper middle class to which to 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 rich, uh, you, you know, white women below thirty. I mean, yoga pants is a big deal to them. This is this is their Rosa Parks, dude. Well, then they could buy a fucking <laughs> ticket if they really wanted to wear the pants. They can wear a fuck buy a fucking ticket. Then they can wear whatever they want. That's the point. I, I I agree with you in theory. However, I I can't go against yoga pants, dude. I, 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 I'll say it wasn't yoga pants. Say it was cut off jean shorts. What do you think of that? The whole oh, point the is, fuck I'm those not... savages! Wait a minute! Wait! Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are we talking? Are we talking Daisy Dukes? I'm pro Daisy Dukes too, man. <laughs> okay, yeah. what are you anti? What, what about the overall, though, the idea, don't, just get the yoga pants shit out of your head. What about the idea that as a society we just overreact and never apologize? Oh, that's absolutely true. Um, that being said, I'll, I'll march for the yoga pants. <laughs> I agree with you in theory, but uh, I, I, I'm definitely uh, for the yoga pants on this one. But, yeah, it's, it's, this, is, this is a small thing that people shouldn't give a shit about. Well, it, just, it pisses me off that it hits the media like a fucking... Just a, a tidal wave, and then it goes away. When when the truth comes out, it goes away. It's like for two, three days, all we saw was boycott United. This is horrible. This is bad. And then there's <laughs> this little they ban the refugees. And now this shit at the airport. Oh my god! It's one after the other. I just wish there was Slippery any slope. sense. 
of accountability at all in the media or by society? I have no idea. Just yeah, no, they'll, they'll definitely do the thing where they um, – yeah, I, I think this would be a good one for our friends at the fake outrage report. Um, that's that's kind of what, what, what they do a lot, man. Um, though one person will get upset and then the media likes to spin it like, oh, there's controversy because it's, it's a good way to get people to, I don't know, fucking read your article, click on it, whatever. But yeah, yeah, yeah. They I don't there's... think there's outrage over, <coughs> over, uh, a family getting told not to wear yoga pants. Oh, like, that's there was just though. There was, that's what I said. People were saying boycott United. How dare you pick on these girls? Yoga pants are a way of life. They were wearing leggings or whatever, not yoga pants, leggings. But the whole point is there was, there was, Oh, let, oh this isn't even yoga pants. Yeah. Oh, then I don't give a fuck, dude. I, yeah, I don't give a <laughs> shit. What are you assholes upset about? Yeah, listen, I thought we were about to fucking, uh, uh, you know, dig our heels in the mud and, and fight in the trenches for yoga pants. Leggings? Fuck leggings. I got it wrong. This is this one's on me. I should have said leggings up front. I just tried yeah, to whoa, simplify whoa, it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, this, I have I no battle cries apologize. for leggings, sir. <laughs> no, yeah, fuck them. Fuck those people. I'm not going right. to, yeah, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fight and die for people to wear legs. Yoga pants. Yeah. Yoga pants is I, 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 I walk around and, uh, you, you know, that's, that's the best thing about the fall, man. What are you looking at the yoga pants? You know what the funniest thing is to me is all these people that say boycott United, boycott United, but you know, all United has to do to give them the middle finger and, or get them to not boycott them. Lower their ticket price $25. When anyone goes online and does a search like, oh, I got to fly here, what's the truth? And United comes up $25 cheaper than the competitor, their fucking boycott's going to go away in a heartbeat. They're not going to go, well, I could save $25, but I'm mad at United, so I'm going to go with Continental. Does Continental even exist anymore? I, Delta, I don't know. But either way, once they see that lower price, they're just going to buy the ticket. And over the course of three months, they can just raise the price back up to $25. Like, now it's $5 more to, to get it back to normal, and then everything's back. Like, all this boycott shit is bullshit. Once the, if they see a cheaper ticket, they're buying it. Everyone's well, doing it. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying, dude, but that still sounds too complicated. I think Delta should just quit flying people around in the sky and record stand-up on uh, in their living room and put it on YouTube, man. That's a fucking way. <laughs> you know, you got to hire pilots and fuel the plane. Fuck that. You got to record yourself telling jokes and put it on the internet, man. That's, that that's, is, that's how you make money. You don't have overhead. You don't have health insurance. You don't have unions. Oh, my God. Let's approach the airlines, all of them, and just uh, tell them to be comedians on YouTube. I think we should do that. Dude, you know, you know what is, uh, is, is, is bigger than, than that, than – people just kind of doing stand up without a crowd or whatever. Like, um, the, the video game commentary, man, you, you ever, you ever uh, yeah, seen South much about Park, that? South Park did like a oh, uh, that two episode, episode. Yeah. yeah, two episode arc on that. And at the end, I, I, I loved it because they were just shitting on the, the kids that love that stupid crap. And at the end they did a one eighty and said, yeah, to each his own. Like here I was frothing at the mouth going, yes, what's wrong with these stupid kids watching these assholes on YouTube, just talk about video games. And I was so angry and so on South Park side. And yeah. then they flipped it and exposed me to be the asshole when the truth is, yeah, fuck it. If they're kids and that's what they want to watch, you know, who cares? You know, like, cause yeah, I mean, that is know. the reality of it. Like it doesn't affect, me at all that these idiots are watching other idiots 
I, on YouTube, yeah. And so I thought that was brilliant how South Park did that. They they take you down one path, and then a quick bait and switch, and you're like, yeah, you're stupid for being angry. And I was. Yeah, yeah. That's That was your uh, united legging Yes, uh, yes, yeah, that yeah. was mine. You were, you were getting upset about nothing, man. Uh, Over you know. nothing. I was angry. Yes, you are right. Yep, that was mine. <laughs> You're there throwing shit at your own TV the whole time that they're talking about video game commentary. And then, you know, they all, what they did is they held a mirror up to you, and you're like, Jesus, look at the scowl on my face. I'm being a dick right now. At least I saw the scowl and admitted to it, though, because what's, what's upsetting is when people, when that bait and switch happens, and then they just, oh, well, those dicks, and then they get mad at South Park, you know, whenever they get exposed to themselves, then they get angry at the <coughs> item that exposed them. That's even worse. So at least I uh, manned up and said, I was wrong. Fuck it. The kids are stupid. Let them be stupid. I was stupid when I was a kid. Everyone's stupid when they're a kid. We, we all like stupid shit when we're kids. That's true. You didn't just... You didn't just quit the show like Isaac Hayes did when they that, shit on Scientology. Yes, when they shit, uh, shitting on the Jews, that's fine. Shitting on Hindus, absolutely good. Christians, oh, Scientology, well, they took that too far. Oh, yeah. Dude, actually, uh, back to the video game commentary thing, though. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, did you ever, you ever watch uh, the, the stuff Vice did on that? I did not. Oh, it was fucking great, man. They, they, um, they, they went to South Korea and, like... Which There's we've a, talked about in the past, where they do like arenas full of you know yeah. cheering fans watching people play video games. Uh, we've seen that. We've talked about that, but I've never talked about. It. So continued on your path. Well, that, yes, as we talked about that, that was kind of a segment in there. I mean, they they did a multi part thing, but they uh, they would interview some professional uh, video game players, you know, and and I, I mean, one of them this was this kid was in England and. He was like a fucking millionaire. He was like 19 years old and, you know, had, you know, millions of followers. And so he'd get like, I mean, not, you know, not just advertising money from YouTube and stuff, but he'd, he'd get sponsors to fucking See, pay him. If that's on that Penny Hoarder website, play video games. I wonder if it's on there. I already closed the thing out, so I don't know, but <laughs> could I feel be like, one of the things. Well, if... If we're going to break down all the stuff you can do, record yourself doing online that could possibly go viral. That could right? be all 103 things. Yeah, it, it could, could be, be all 100. Record your dog. Like, record your penis. A lot of people like fishing. Make an online fishing fucking YouTube page. It's like a lot of people, you know, yeah, it'd be, be all kinds of shit. Yeah, what a shitty list that guy uh, came up with, if that's the case, yeah. But, dude, I uh, <laughs> I... I what if 103 was uh, make shitty lists and post them online and then you'll get lots of people <laughs> clicking on this shitty list and advertisers to give you money for your shitty list? <laughs> 103. This is only 102 before I spilled the beans on that one. It probably was. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, uh, that is a fucking clickbait thing. Like, how to make money at home? Here's ways. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> get broke suckers to read your fucking list of nonsense that would just... Give them bad ideas about it. I mean, no, none of that shit on there was like, dude, but seriously, though, get, get, get a fucking job. Like, <laughs> get, quit reading shit like this and go out and work. Speaking of shit I haven't seen, uh, wasn't there, there was a documentary called Tickled that you brought up. Did you see that or did you just want to see it or did you yeah, want to talk tickled, about it? Tickled, yeah, yeah. Did you, did you, uh, I haven't seen it, it, no. I looked right. it up, I saw what it is and I'm like, all right, that's odd. But what I thought was funny is when I looked it up and read about it is a, they, they said that it, it starts off 
innocent and then goes down this really dark path. Yeah, yeah. So what it was was um, there was a a journalist in New Zealand who just kind of did, you know, little pieces on um, just kind of like strange, interesting people, whatever. You know, you know, like hoarders or, you know, people that uh, I, I, I don't know, I dress up like Spider-Man and, you, you know, fucking you go to Times Square and get tips or whatever. It, it just, you know, that that sort of thing. And, and you know, he found this video online with this uh, competition. It was it was competitive tickling. And you'd have these dudes... Competitive tickling. Competitive tickling, that's and right. Now, okay, I'm sure you're going to tell anyway, but I'll ask anyway just to, to... Is this who can get someone to giggle the fastest or who can get tickled and not laugh the longest? They didn't really go much into the rules. It didn't even seem that competitive. They were just more dressed up like sports players and referees and stuff. And then, like, one dude that would be dressed like a soccer player, player more or less, would be, like, kind of tied down. And then other dudes dressed like referees would be tickling them, you know? All right. Like, young, young, uh, young dudes, like, early 20s. And tickling so, one another? The young dudes, like, a, sort of a homoerotic thing? Where did it get dark, though? So continued on that, because, like, the, the description I said, said it starts off really light and fun, like, oh, a tickle fest. But then by the right. end of the movie, you're like, these guys are fucked in the head. Yeah. So, I mean, this it, it gets fucking weird, like, right at the beginning. You know, like, this, oh, this okay. guy just basically, you know, reaches out, sends an email to the contact on there you, you know what i mean just reaching out like hey listen i you know i i uh i i i, I do interviews on you know in, interesting things and you know this this is interesting like you know whatever i mean i mean you know it'd be like roller derbies or something you know what i mean that, that, that would be the kind of thing that he would cover and um they he gets this fucking email back talking about um it's just from some some lady, you know, and, and it's talking about how, uh, the comp competition, the, the competitive tickling doesn't want any associations with him because he is a, uh, a, 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 a known and outed homosexual and they do not support that kind of lifestyle. And you, you know, they, they do not wish to associate with any homosexuals, uh, which is fucking weird because even, even the way I described it, already seems a little gay you know what i'm saying like yeah it's just i mean that's what i was that was the first thing i said i said it sounds a little homoerotic sounds a, a little of, gay yeah and yeah. It, it, it looks very very gay you know and it's uh it's but like it's they're it's homophobic right so all right that's yeah, an interesting it, twist yeah. you don't see coming like Look, we're a bunch yeah. of guys that are going to tickle guys but if there's a homosexual involved we don't want anything to do with it right and like his his like journalist stuff doesn't even have anything to do with being gay like he didn't even mention it in the email they just kind of fucking looked him up on social media and it was like oh yeah i'm in you know a domestic relationship or whatever like you know this is my my boyfriend chris or whatever the fuck and like i mean they just kind of researched him and like oh he lives with another dude and he's gay fuck this guy you know and and that was their thing. We only I, like straight tickling yeah yeah <laughs> i know queer tickling competitive tickling yeah <laughs> that's, that's you know and it, it was just fucking bizarre and, and then you know so he's he, he basically like 
you know, he reaches out again. And he's like, look, I, my sexuality doesn't have anything to do with my journalism. Like, it's not like a, I am this gay guy who is a journalist. Like, I mean, it's not. It fucking doesn't have anything to do with it. I, I, I'm not going to make it part of the piece. I'm yeah, sorry he's not to feel like, that way, but like, it's, yeah, he's it's, not like he's writing for Out Magazine or anything. Like, yeah, hey, yeah, tickling. Like, all the gays want to hear about this because maybe we can get involved. No, he just wants to right, do a like, journalistic I, he's piece. Like, I, I don't even bring up my sexuality in any of my pieces at, at all. I, you know, I don't. And he doesn't like even in the interviews. Like, he doesn't seem like. He's just a journalist. Right. He's just a journalist. Like, you wouldn't think that guy's gay or straight or whatever. Like, I mean, it, it fucking doesn't come into it, you know. And then and he keeps getting these emails back. Like, we will not associate ourselves with a known homosexual. And, and, and we will sue you if you continue to, you know, and, and like like threatening with legal action. It's just fucking bizarre shit, you know. And so he's, he's reaching out to find anybody that's connected with this, you know, and just kind of get an interview and he, he finds I just think some it's really dude. odd that, that people involved with tickling are going to be discriminatory. Like people like, like fringe people like that, like people that probably deserve to be mocked for being professional tickle ticklers are going to be discriminatory. Like, ah, uh, you know, we know we're into tickling, but we're awesome, but you're an abomination before the Lord. Like, you know, it just, yeah, seem yeah. Like- well, it gets weird. They, they didn't even, dive that much into that aspect what they go into more in the documentary is the crazy uh like blackmailing and cover-up that that goes along with this whole thing so basically what? like yeah he he found he found like a um a a former tickler or tickly I, I guess and uh interviewed him you know like the guy most people he could contact like would not fucking talk to him at all like just shut him down you know and so he interviews this guy and he's saying like, oh, yeah, this lady reached out to me and, and um, you know, offered me a thousand dollars to do this tickling thing. And like I'm a former athlete, like these are mostly like former, you know, high school and college athletes. Right. That they're you, couldn't you, you make know, it in the NBA. I'm going tickling. Going tickling. Yeah. Didn't make yeah. it a quarterback in the, for the Patriots, the Packers or the Cleveland Browns even going tickling. When, uh, when not even the uh, Canadian Football League yeah. will, uh, will <laughs> arena take you. Arena football? Gotta, nope, got, can't go to arena. Got to tickle. Yeah, it's, tickle it's a, a dark living. road for, for college athletes that don't make it into the NFL a lot of times, man. I mean, when they <laughs> talk about, oh, yeah, well, you, you know, you shouldn't pay them because it's going gonna, it's gonna to corrupt the sport. And, you know, they make all this money when they get to the NBA. Yeah, if they're fucking LeBron James or somebody, then they do. But if they're not... Then they gotta get tickled, and that's 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 freaking fucking seedy underworld of tickling. All right, so they're reaching out to these athletes. Keep going. So you know, and they they said that uh, this wouldn't be posted online, or like you know, he wouldn't be tagged in it, or whatever. And you know, like he gets there, and and it's it's you know, it's dudes. He's like, ah, fuck. All right, well, that's easy money, I suppose. You know, and he you know he did the fucking video, right? But then you know, like a year later or whatever. He notices he's tagged in a video on YouTube. There isn't even any of the tickling. It's just an interview with him at the beginning, you know, being asked, like, are you ticklish and where are you the most ticklish and stuff like that. And he's just kind of sitting there answering questions in the interview. And he's like, that's a little fucking weird. I'm, I'm just going to, like, untag myself in it, you know, and make it to where. And then after that, he gets all these threatening emails, threatening to sue him. 
Um, they start posting videos of all the tickling stuff he did, like everywhere, tagging him in it, and they're threatening him. They're like, everybody in your family, um, anytime somebody Googles any of them, this is what's going to come up, you know? And, and um, they what started the getting fuck? a hold of his fucking Why? jobs where, because he would be like, you How know, is this so serious, though? This seedy underworld of tickling. What the fuck? Dude, it's fucking bizarre. And then, you know, like this lady who's sending all these emails, you end up finding out that it's like some fucking crazy rich old dude from New York who like inherited his his father's like massive law firm. And and then like he did time for blackmailing people for these tickle videos, but like not a lot. You know what I mean? Because like you know, his father's in charge of one of the biggest. But when you say blackmailing, the, these people are fully clothed, right? This isn't like sexual tickling. I mean, like they're yeah, undertones. Dude, he, was, of... he was like getting a hold of the jobs where this guy would work and be like, "This guy is a known gay porn star. Do you really want him working around high school students?" And like, dude, oh, fuck him up, man. yeah, dude. yeah, like he would, that's what he would do to people, you know? And, and so it's like the whole thing is about him getting like young, um, athletes to, to, to do this and then blackmailing them. Cause a lot of them will be from like small towns where it's like, yeah, if you do that to somebody in the West Village, it'll just be like, eh, fuck you, you know, tell them I'm a gay porn star. I don't give a shit. You know? Right. Like, so like, what I'm was not, it? What like, was the you know, benefit to this guy? What was the, the benefit ben- for him to, to do the black man? Did he just, did he just, was he like a failed athlete himself and he wanted to shit on no, other dude, athletes? He was just, well, see, the, the, here's the weird thing is there's the documentary and the, the guy ends up tracking this guy down, which was damn hard to do. And then fucking talking to him on, on camera or whatever, like he approaches him in the street. And the guy, of course, threatens to sue because that's just what he does with everybody. But then they even have like a, like another thing you could click on on HBO Go that was like um, more stuff that's happened since then. And he was sending like his little cronies to uh, to the Sundance Film Festival when this premiered to like take notes. And it was some of the guys because early on when he was doing research, they eventually did send these three guys to meet him at the airport who – clearly seemed gay like you know what i mean like they were they, you know they would talk and you'd be like yeah it's that's totally a gay guy but then you know they have this whole like homophobic thing going on which is fucking weird but and they, they didn't even touch on that too much man and i i think what it was because they they had um eventually at the sundance film festival and, and they filmed this um the guy himself fucking showed up with another like higher up guy that was in this little organization or whatever and like watched the whole viewing and, and was fucking talking and, and, and shit like that. Like it was, it gets fucking weird, man. But yeah, I, you know I what think- this, you know what this sounds like? It came to me like all the, it sounds like Scientology, dude, like weird tickle oh, yeah, fetish, no, it, Scientology yeah, intimidation. Yeah. Yeah, you subtract science fiction for tickling and yeah, he's, he's fucking L. Ron Hubbard of tickling. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so that's the documentary Tickled. And if you think, want a bizarre mind was, fuck, dude, check it out. Honestly, the funniest fucking part, right? Like, the other guy that was with him during the, the, the Q&A in the filming, like, he stood up because they, they did find another tickle fetish guy who made videos. And he was, he was more than willing to talk to him. You know, this was just a separate guy who was like, oh, yeah, I kind of heard of this lady. And she was, like, doing some fucked up shit or whatever. And, um, you, you know, but he didn't have anything to do with her. He just made gay fetish tickle videos. And he was like, yeah, dude, I'm a, I'm a fucking, you know, I'm into BDSM or whatever. And, you, you know, like, I'm a, 
I'm, I'm, I'm a gay dude. I'm a like dom. you said, the West Village guy. Like, yeah, go ahead, yeah, bribe me. Yeah. This is what I do. I like, like this. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, he was like, yeah, come on in here, documentary guy. I'm making another one now. I've uh, paid a young hot dude to, uh, you know, let me strap him down and tickle him, and uh, that's what I'm gonna do. Hopefully, it gives you a boner. Tell your friends, you know. <laughs> like, there was, yeah, he was fucking totally That's cool how you like review that. those films, by the way. Three boners up, three boners, yeah, yeah. four boners <laughs> up, uh, yeah, as opposed to two flaccids means a bad review. Right, yeah. And he just basically described it as, as like, you know, like the, the S&M stuff where, you, you know, you got somebody tied up and spanked. Or, yeah, 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 you're making them, like, clean the apartment, dress like a leather French maid with a ball gag in their mouth. You know, that kind of shit is he's like, it's, it's like that, but a lighter version of that. Like, it's not like spanking. It's not like, but you know, it's the same kind of thing going on. You know, is there a like, safe word involved? Like, you know, in case the tickling gets to be too extreme. You mm, didn't discuss safe words. What would a good tickle safe word be? I would it be a, uh, Tinkle, because I because that's what you're gonna do is you're gonna laugh so much you you tinkle your pants. No, tinkle, tinkle, tinkle. It's too close to tickle though, so I suppose that would be bad. Something urine related, yeah. You gotta let them know yeah. when you're about to piss yourself, right? So you could say, uh, yeah, I think it would. Because that's to be what tickling piss. does. I think yeah. piss would na- naturally be the the safe word. I'm gonna piss myself. I'm about yeah. to piss. Yeah, I, I think that would be a good one for uh, for tickling. You know, but e- either way. That guy was in there, you know, and uh, so at, at the film festival, um, the, the the evil tickler guy who the documentary was about had another guy that was with him that, like, made the videos. And this um, <laughs> portion of the Q&A, it's all about the blackmail. It's all about diving into this guy and the crazy cover up. Like, that's what the fucking movie's about. It's. It's very little about the actual tickle videos themselves, you know. But this well, yeah, guy. the fucking the the idea that there's blackmail and a weird cult around it is more fascinating than hey, some people like to just tickle one another. Yeah, yeah, but I mean that's even more fascinating than than the um, the homophobia in what is um, probably the gayest thing I've ever seen. Like, I mean, other than like if you and you've been in the me, military, you saw some gay shit. Yeah. Yeah, I saw, yeah, yeah, towel slapping, credit card swiping. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty goddamn gay. Like it's right up there with that. And but they're they're homophobic as fuck, you know. And uh, it didn't really dive much into that. It was more about the blackmail or all that kind of thing. But at the film festival, when he's there and another like higher up in the thing is there, um, it gets to the Q and A, and the other guy that was there with him goes, "Yes, in your video." You compared my tickle videos to the tickle videos of that guy in New Zealand where his stuff is clearly gay and mine's not because my guys had shirts on and he was touching the nipples. <laughs> I didn't touch the nipples. I didn't come close to the genitals. Mine were not gay. <laughs> Important <laughs> distinction. So fucking, dude, he was so adamant about it. I'm like, what the fuck? So I think what it is, because they didn't really dive that much into that angle of it, I think it was one of those things where it's it's clearly closeted gay men. You know what I mean? You see, like closeted from themselves. And they're, but they're like they're gay in that uh, the um oh I went to Bible camp and, and Jesus cured me. 
kind of gay. Yeah. You know? They're like, oh, no, I got a wife. Uh, Marcus Bachman. She's a really butch lady with short hair. We met at straight camp. <laughs> you know, and like, like those kind of dudes. And they would like, I think what it was is they were like, all right, so uh, the Lord doesn't like uh, sodomy, right? Two men having sex with each other. Uh does the book say anything about tickling? What if we made it a sport? What if we made it like a sport? You know what I mean? It's like a referee, and it's not, you know, it's kind of like high school wrestling. But it's like, you know, you tickle them. Get them get to tap. Get them to tap. And there, I think the guy running the, the straight camp was like, I think it kind of touched a chord with him. And he was like, well, I don't think, uh, I don't think the Lord said nothing about tickling. That's not gay. That's, uh, like Jesus is a good I could be a big fan of that sport. Let me see them videos, you know, and and uh, I think that's what's going on there, man. If I if I had to guess, all from right. Watching the, from watching, the, but I think I think high school wrestling and college wrestling is just probably the same sort of thing. I mean, like if you, if you watch that shit, it looks pretty gay, and it's only really big in like I don't know rural areas where they're generally homophobic. I think that was started by a fucking priest who was just like, "Listen, why don't we have the boys start in doggy style, you know, with leotards?" I think that it's the same as the uh, the tickling pe- people. Well, I think uh, we should watch the documentary. Listeners, watch the documentary. I, I, I'm not going to argue that theory. I think it's a pretty solid theory. So that being said, it's a fucking good documentary. Although. Did kind of give away the entire documentary. <laughs> yeah, but you knew how Titanic was going to end anyway, and people went to see that. That was a billion-dollar movie, so yeah, no true. harm, no foul. All I, right, I would kids. say this documentary was better than Titanic. And I, I'm not well, one of those a lot of things are better Titanic. than I do, because I, I, I thought it was, it was just stupid. Now, was no, it, it was, was horrible. Leonardo DiCaprio's best movie? No. Should it have been about a third of the length that it was? Yes. Yes. But that being said, you got to see a big-ass boat break in half. That was fucking cool. Well, there you go. And All right, Leo well, you Leo. guys, uh, I would go even check watch out tickle videos with Leo. That's how good he is. <laughs> He's good enough to even make tickle fetish videos good, and I mean that in a very, in a completely hetero way. I think uh, Leonardo DiCaprio could make a tickle fetish video that was moving and uh, you, you know not boring, even if the writing kind of sucked. That is how good the man is. All right, listeners, well, you check out Tickled and tell us what you think, and uh, I should check it out, too. It sounds really compelling, so. It's fucking good, man. All right, well, uh, check it out. Send us your thoughts, and, yeah, jakevever.com. Oh, and do this, too. We've been saying to tell your friends to listen to our podcast. I, I've discovered this, too, by other podcasts. Uh, they They find that... Writing reviews is very important. So if you listen to our stupidity and it makes you laugh, then uh, just quick go onto iTunes or Stitcher or somewhere else and go, hey, I listen to these idiots and they make me laugh because uh, apparently positive reviews help. We, we don't really whore ourselves much, but we're going to start doing a little whoring because uh, it'd be nice to get that uh, ninth listener. We, you know, we've got our good solid eight. Let's get a ninth listener. Let's, let's try and get some reviews and some spread words so we can get a, a yeah, ninth listener. That's our goal. Now. Unless, right. unless unless you don't like us, then fuck you. I don't want yeah. your negative review. Well, write your negative review and say, I hate these guys so much that I have to listen to them every week. And then people will have to wonder why you listen to us and why you hate us. Oh, I'm getting riled up just thinking about I'm going to get online and troll you like the evil Tickle Man if you fucking <laughs> do that shit. We're going uh, to come up with our own sort of 
not tickle videos, but tickle like you know that sort of thing. We're gonna come up with something. We're gonna blackmail you if you write a bad review. Dude, I'm right. online tickle blackmail you if you fucking say anything bad about me. There you go. Dad, Thanks for listening. Later. <laughs>